Missouri wins the Ozark Bowl on the back of a really nice game from Brady Cook. Could he be your Missouri starting quarterback next season? Plus, the basketball team, it's about to start getting really interesting. But just in general, this team has been totally refreshing to watch so far as a basketball fan. So let's talk about them and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen. Every day we are free and available wherever you get podcasts, of course, including on the fabulous and unbeatable YouTube. But obviously a really impressive and satisfying victory for Missouri yesterday against a a very game Arkansas team. I thought the defense once again, was really impressive to hold down Rocket Sanders like that in the running game. And just once again, Missouri's corners were tremendous, I thought. Ennis Rakestraw, Chris Abrams Drain, even the, the long touchdown over the top to Abram over the top of Abrams Drain's head. He was right there. I'm not sure what more you can do. If you're gonna put that guy on an island, well, sometimes those SEC receivers are gonna make a play. But, you know, obviously I think the lead here should be offensively, hey, all of a sudden Brady Cook is looking like a legitimate Southeastern quarterback to me, a a legit SEC starter, because here's the deal with Brady. I I think you can really zoom out and look at his entire season now. I think other than the Florida game, where Brady would definitely like a couple throws back there, a couple interceptions for sure, I don't think he was ever really a major part of the reason why Missouri lost any football games, especially go back to the Georgia game. I just thought, you know, eventually Georgia just took that game away from Missouri in the fourth quarter, just found some success on the ground. But really the reason I bring up Georgia is because it wasn't as though Stetson Bennett was the big difference in that football game. And that's not an insult to Stetson Bennett, who's obviously a good college quarterback, but it wasn't that long ago I think myself and just about everybody else watched that 2020 Alabama-Georgia game and thought, you know what? They're just not quite good enough at quarterback because everywhere else Georgia still looks good. And, And here's my point. If you traded Brady Cook and Stetson Bennett, what if Brady was suddenly on Georgia and Stetson was suddenly the Missouri quarterback? Well, would the outcome for those particular teams look that much different. I really don't think it would. I think what you've seen is is a guy in Stetson Bennett who's obviously gotten better over time as he's been allowed to grow into his role and actually get the amount of reps that is really required for any good athlete, especially at the quarterback position, to actually improve. And as Eli Drinkwitz has pointed out before, this is such a instant gratification society, and I'm certainly been guilty of this as well. I'm a really harsh grader when it comes to the quarterback position. I have high standards and expectations, but at the same time, I think you have to allow guys to grow, and too often we don't do that. I'm saying we as as fans, as media, as, as coaches, whatever it might be, and I think there's no question that these last few games, this version of Brady Cook 
is a sustainable player. He's a good player in the SEC. Again, look at another guy in the conference. To me, Will Levis at Kentucky is about as good as his protection. There are certain evaluators who think he's an NFL guy, and maybe he is. But again, I'm a harsh critic of the quarterback position. And what I see just about every Saturday is a whole bunch of guys in this conference who look pretty good when you give them protection. When it's second and five and you have the threat of a run, the threat of a play-action pass, and everything is basically at your disposal, well, the quarterback position doesn't necessarily look as hard as it really is. But when it's third down and 15, what do you have then? And, you know, at times this season, Brady Cook has had some stuff on third down and 15. Again, when he's had protection and time to throw the football. Now, actually, Brady Cook, a lot of blitzing by Barry Odom and that Arkansas Razorbacks defense in the first half. And, well, effectively, Brady Cook was doing a really good job of recognizing those outside blitzes, just taking off against man coverage and out there doing a pretty decent impression of Brad Smith out there running the football. It's been really good stuff, and obviously – since listen the Brad Smith thing was hyperbole people but obviously another hundred yard rushing game here for Brady Cook ever since Drinkwood seemed to have relinquished play calling there around the Tennessee football game that's really become a staple of the offense it's been really really effective and again while Brady Cook, his running's really effective. It does worry me a little bit that throughout an entire season, giving him 10 to 15 carries, that at some point he might get banged up. But, boy, you can't argue that it's not effective. Now, the reality is for Brady Cook and Missouri, I think this is going to be a legit quarterback competition this spring. But I think the idea that had been thrown out the last few weeks that, hey, maybe this will be Brady's last year at Missouri, just people – you know, lining up the dots. Maybe the offense wasn't going tremendously well after the Vanderbilt game, for instance, but we can just shut all that speculation down at this point. If you've paid attention to Brady Cook's career and everything he's said this season, there is zero indication whatsoever that he's going to quit on this team, that he's going to go somewhere else. He keeps talking about how he's never going to give up at Missouri. And frankly, What better place does he have to start at quarterback than at Missouri? Sure, he could go somewhere else, go to maybe a lesser squad or something like that and have a surefire path to starting. But again, why are we assuming that he won't be the starter next year? We've seen next to nothing out of Sam Horn other than a couple passes that, again, people are going, wow, it just looked good coming out of his hands. And it sure did. It did look good coming out of his hands, but I need a heck of a lot more than that. And coming up, let's talk about some more of the bowl possibilities for Missouri, including, yes, that Kansas game in the Liberty Bowl, still very much in play. So let's talk about those possibilities and why Summit Mizzou may actually prefer to go to Las Vegas instead. But first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Upside. Yes, the free Upside app. Ah, free. First of all, great start there because these days... Stuff is getting more expensive, a little thing called inflation. Well, with Upside, I use it each and every time I eat out, go buy groceries, or fill up at the pump, and you get cash back for free. It really is that easy. And here's where I'm going to be putting 
my money, yes, back in to my gas tank for even more driving my daughters to school, that type of deal. But you know what? To get started, all you got to do is download the free Upside app, use my promo code LOCKED, and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Again, download the free Upside app and use the promo code LOCKED for $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's 5 bucks or more. Cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using the promo code LOCKED. And by LinkedIn Jobs. And I tell you, these days, every new hire, and I know this from personal experience, my wife owns a small business, and you always want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates in the job market. Well, that's why you have LinkedIn jobs. You may have a LinkedIn profile right now. Well, if you want to start hiring, just add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn dot com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply thanks again for making locked on mizzou your first listen today for your second listen check out lost locked on sports today from the big games to the biggest stories in sports go beyond the box and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only locked on can provide that's locked on sports today available on this app youtube and wherever you get a finer podcast and missouri yes indeed it's a kansas battle in the liberty bowl in memphis could be a possibility but it sounds like a lot of people behind the scenes at Missouri may be preferring that the Tigers take on a Pac-12 opponent in the Las Vegas Bowl. Now, from my perspective, either one of those outcomes would be fine and dandy with me. The third other outcome, though, not quite as desirable, Birmingham, Alabama against a AAC team, if you will, the American Conference, right? I believe that's it. These conferences these days, I can't even keep track anymore. This is what makes me officially an old man. But clearly, Kansas would have appeal for a lot of reasons. It's drivable from Columbia, from St. Louis, from Southern Missouri, really accessible. That would be nice. Hey, the weather's probably better in Las Vegas this time of, time of year. I'll certainly give you that. But this idea that's maybe been floated around that, oh, well, Missouri might actually have more to lose in a Kansas Bowl game that really wouldn't want to play that game for whatever reason. I'm sorry, was it not five seconds ago when everybody was just telling me how bowl games are basically meaningless now? So now we're actually, oh, so they are meaningful now, and we need to worry about who we play in terms of rivalries and stuff like that. I'm sorry, my head is spinning here. I cannot keep track of the logic here. Do the friggin' bowl games matter or not? If they matter, then let's play somebody who's good. And if they don't matter, well, then let's just throw the JV squad out there and just not even televise these freaking things. I am so tired of this argument that, oh, well, there's we don't have we have too much to lose there. Too much to lose. We have a football game to lose. We've lost 50 some odd games to Kansas over the years. We've lost 50 we've won 55 more. There'll be a few more 
as the years go along here. What's one more freaking game against Kansas? Who cares? You people are idiots. You overanalyze everything. That's all I'm trying to tell you. If you're telling me that there's a reason that Missouri shouldn't play Kansas in football, you're overthinking it. It's an entertaining game that your fans should like. Sorry, I know I'm getting a little excited here, but you play to win the game. Not to sound like Herman Edwards here, but people stop overthinking this. Play the best opponents you can and go out there and try to beat them. That's competition. That's sports. That's what this is all about. And ultimately, yes, it's about entertainment. A game that would your fans would find entertaining, frankly, the rest of college football would probably find more entertaining than whatever random bowl game Missouri would normally play, whatever opponent they would play in the Liberty Bowl or the Pac-12 Bowl in Las Vegas, whatever the heck it might be. You're going to tell me that somehow this is a bad thing? I, I just don't understand that logic. Again, having said that, Missouri ends up in the Las Vegas Bowl, plays that Pac-12 opponent, fine and dandy. Sounds wonderful. I'm not going to complain about that whatsoever. I just think the people who are holding on to their, clutching their pearls about a possible loss against Kansas, my God, you're overthinking it. And by the way, just to change gears here just for a second, let's go back to to Brady Cook for just a moment. I brought up some other SEC quarterbacks who I think Brady actually compares pretty favorably to. And well, let's bring up another quarterback situation. At Florida last year, it seems like all Gator fans were convinced that Anthony Richardson was who should be starting at quarterback. Sometimes the backup truly is the most popular guy on the roster. And well, they're playing Anthony Richardson this year. How's that going so far? Not so great, honestly. He's had his moments, but I think he also threw 10 straight incompletions at one point against Florida State the other day. And also, how about Clemson? Hey, they're a pretty good program, right? How's DJ DJU? DJ Ui Ungalile, I believe is how you pronounce his name. He was about three for nine passing there in the first half against South Carolina. I'm just telling you, Brady Cook looked a lot better against South Carolina than the Clemson starting quarterback did. So again, it seems like everybody throughout the country, for I shouldn't say everybody, but 90% of the teams practically are probably going, hmm, maybe we could get a better option at quarterback. Sort of the nature of the position. You get, you're a tremendous star and you get all the blame as well. So just something to keep in mind there. And speaking of South Carolina, obviously two tremendous victories to close the season for the Gamecocks. They finish 8-4. and four. They're feeling pretty good about life, and you know what? That Missouri win over the Gamecocks in Columbia, South Carolina, looking better all the time. And I'm just telling you, once again, Missouri's about this close to being 8-4 and four themselves. It's not excuses. It's not about moral victories or all that stuff, but I just want to keep that in mind when you're trying to project forward about how good this team can actually be in the future. I think this has been Eli Drinkwitz's best team so far at Missouri, and it's not even particularly close. I will say one thing that will be a little worrisome, regardless of who Missouri plays in a bowl game. Probably going to see quite a few opt-outs on the defensive side of the ball. I've got to think Isaiah McGuire has probably played his last game as a Tiger. He was tremendous, by the way, against Arkansas. He's had a great season, but he also played the last couple weeks with a separated shoulder. Wow. Shout out to him. I know what it's like to have a separated shoulder. Certainly can't imagine playing 
tackle SEC football with that particular injury. So Isaiah McGuire, a lot tougher than I am, no question about that. So good for him. Thanks to Isaiah for a great career at Missouri, if this is indeed his last moment with the Tigers. And, you know, if he if he opts out, if, you know, guys like Tyron Hopper, who's banged up the end of the season as well, a lot of guys who are banged up decide not to play in the bowl. I understand it. And maybe that's part of the consternation of playing a team like Kansas, your big rival, without a 100% team. But, you know, again, I, I just don't find that the stakes are quite as high as some, some people are making it out to be there. And coming up, a lot of people would say that we haven't learned anything about the Missouri basketball team yet. And to some extent, that's true. We haven't actually played on the road yet, and I I wouldn't say we've played a great opponent yet either. Well, that's going to somewhat change on Tuesday in Wichita. So let's talk about this thrilling Missouri basketball team so far. Frankly, what I would call a refreshing style of basketball that the Tigers are playing. So I'll explain that a little bit more. But first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Nissan. And this week's thrilling moment in college football is brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup from Nissan are intended to empower drivers in vehicles as capable as the driver themselves. When I think of unbelievable abilities on the field for this week's thrilling moment, well, it's got to be Brady Cook's perfect pass over the top to Dominic Lovett for a huge gain there in the first half. Missouri ends up punching it in a 4-7. Fortunately, a lot more of those kind of throws from Brady Cook lately. Well, this segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. Well, with an 11 a.m. start yesterday and the seventh game against, I would say, a very, very weak opponent in Houston Christian yesterday, would have been understandable if the Missouri basketball team would have gotten off to a slow start, maybe a little bit of a creaky start with low energy. But as the crew was saying on television, quite the opposite. Obviously, Missouri got off to the races on the scoreboard, but I just thought their energy and focus was really impressive again on an 11 a.m. start, Thanksgiving break, not a lot of students in the crowd or anything like that. This Missouri basketball team is just so impressive in so many ways. And actually, while I think their defense has been slowly but surely getting better over the last few weeks, I actually think the offense has been too. Now, the offense has been good all season, but it just seems like the more this team plays together, the better it is. It's really, really impressive stuff especially on a couple different notes that I thought of yesterday. During this seven-game start to the season, I honestly cannot remember Dennis Gates calling a timeout. I really can't. Now, he does, he'll call a timeout at the end of the game and do the stretch motion in order words, to just get, some, get a couple walk-ons into the game. He calls that kind of timeout. But when he said... Early in the season when Missouri was struggling at times against Penn, against Southern Indiana, in terms of three-point defense, Dennis Gates said, I'm not rescuing them, essentially. Like, I'm not just going to call timeouts and sort of micromanage these guys. They need to be out on the court and figuring it out 
themselves. I'm going to coach him, but I can't micromanage him. That's basically what I got from what Dennis Gates said there anyway. And for me, I love that. I absolutely love that because so often in today's college basketball in particular, I think coaches overcoach. They want every to be in control of every single position, possession, excuse me, every single pass seemingly. They just want to micromanage their teams all the time, calling constant timeouts at the end of games and all that stuff. Well, I'm not saying Dennis Gates. I'm sure he's going to call a timeout to stop a run at some point during the Southeastern Conference. I have no question about that. I just think it's really neat that this early in the season, he's not, again, not trying to rescue these guys whatsoever. Another really fun part about this team is, in a lot of ways, yeah, it is a very modern style of basketball. If you watch a lot of NBA basketball, for instance, well, just about every team these days plays some type of sort of five-out offense for all intents and purposes. Well, certainly Missouri is doing a ton of five-out. They're playing with tremendous pace, getting the ball up and up into the, up on the court, getting, getting fast breaks, getting into their half-court possessions quickly, and moving the ball with purpose. But the different thing about it, again, I've hardly seen a high ball screen all year. Now, again, if you watch a lot of NBA hoops, for instance – as much fun as it is to watch Luka Doncic play for the Dallas Mavericks, for instance, at a certain point, I do get tired of watching just high ball screen after high ball screen after high ball screen after high ball screen. Just gets a little bit old to me. doesn't mean it's bad basketball or dumb basketball or anything, but I do think as a team, you run the same stuff over and over again. You do tend to get a little bit stagnant. Now, fortunately, Missouri doesn't have this problem whatsoever. They're just constantly hunting for passes. Nobody's holding onto the ball for more than a split second, it seems like. I mean, really, this the way Missouri is playing right now, I have to just constantly pour, figuratively pour cold water over my head because I am absolutely loving this. This is borderline basketball nirvana to me. I just love the way they share the basketball and play. Period. How well this translates in the SEC season and ultimately, well, I'm not entirely sure yet. Again, we're going to find out some stuff here in the next few weeks against Wichita State, against Kansas, UCF, Illinois, and of course, when the Southeastern Conference kicks off on December 28th against Kentucky here in Columbia. So a lot of interesting basketball to be played here, but I'm telling you right now, this Missouri team is pretty doggone good. And at this point, I'd almost be surprised if they didn't make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, you heard me. I said it. I think this team's going to be dancing come March. That's my prediction as of today. So, I guess I'm ending with kind of the lead there. I maybe should have put that up at the top there. I'm predicting the, the tournament for the Tigers. But didn't know I was going to say that. I just really felt it in the moment. And I absolutely believe it. I think this is a tournament team. At the very least, they might even be better than that, folks. But regardless, been a lot of fun to watch. And I think if you're a Missouri basketball fan, you've got to be thrilled with Dennis Gates and company so far. So with all that being said, thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen. And for your next listen, check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on Odyssey, YouTube, and wherever you get. Yo! podcasts 
So, until next time, I'm John Miller, and thanks for listening to Locked on Mizzou.